private DNA databases become a thing. They cross-reference it. They find the family, and they get to try number three, where they get the guy to lick an envelope that they could then use to prove it's him and arrest him. Sometimes it's okay to take advantage of the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think it's a murderer. (laughs) It's a murderer. Oh, that's a hot take. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy and his dog on the worldwide phone. Is .338 a ammunition caliber? Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. Maybe. Maybe our guest knows the answer to that. I mean, there's .38, 38 special. Yeah, but I think there might be a point three three eight. If only there were a way to find out. Hmm. If only there were a web of information that spanned the, the world wide that you could access from a device that you keep in your pocket. If only we lived Would in the future. Would that be a battery-powered computing device? Yes. <laughs> I'm Craig. I'm Mike. Here's and our, here we are. Here's our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know nothing about ammunition. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> good morning. How are you, Doctor Worm? It's Dr. good morning here, but it's not good morning there. You liars. <laughs> it's true. It's technically early afternoon. The early, very, very early afternoon. Yeah, it's Schrodinger's It's Schrodinger's time of day. It's both morning and afternoon on this podcast. Awesome. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Keep reaching. Oh boy. How's everything? Oh, it's September, which means school has started, which means I have to set an alarm regularly. But otherwise, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, learning. Boo, children. Teenagers. (laughs) I had a thing happen to me on the internet this morning. Yeah, what happened to you on the internet? Well, it started yesterday. I put out a tweet. That was problem number one. Yeah, I (laughs) I made the mistake. I said, everyone, share your hot RPG take. No arguments, no judgments, go. And I offered playing a versatile character that isn't terribly powerful is more fun than playing a powerful character that isn't terribly versatile. My take on things, right? A hot take, some would say. I said it in the, in, the, in the tweet. And that tweet was going along just fine all day. Is that, is that a scorching hot take? No. No? It's not it's a well. A, it's, like not a, a, it's more like a lukewarm it's, take. It's a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a take that you wouldn't want to put your hand in. Because you will have to ice it, but it's not going to leave a permanent mark. Oh, okay. That kind of a take. Got it. And it was going along with several dozen comments like a, and like all a sorts of likes. Top take. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of likes and comments, and people were offering their hot takes. Oh no! This morning, somebody <laughs> responded, "Hot take one: Your RPG hot take isn't a take. It's just a personal preference stated as oh, if God. it were somehow a fact." Okay. In the same tweet, hot take two, the RPG community has issues with thinking some play preferences are inherently superior to others rather than being just personal preferences. And, you know, I thought about responding. Your hot take is being a (laughs) douchebag. We're going to get there. 
Okay. Um, I thought about I thought about responding, and I I came up with a, a nice way to do it, and then I came up with kind of a smarmy way to do it. And at one point, I even typed something in, and I felt like, okay, that's good enough. And I deleted my tweet, and I went on because I figured, why bother? Why bother to respond to this tweet and just provoke the guy when I can come on a podcast and just dress him down for five minutes? Strap in. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, all right. My hot take isn't a take. It's just a personal preference. All right. Let's see. Looking up hot take. <laughs> yeah, I know where a this piece is going. of commentary typically produced quickly in response to a recent event whose primary purposes, purpose is to attract attention. By the way. I have a pot. I have a, a Kickstarter coming up in a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So commentary, commentary, an More expression commentary. of opinions or offering of explanations about an event or situation. But are they personal opinions? <laughs> no, it just says opinions, which I would say com- com- counts personal opinions and all other types of non-personal opinions, whatever that means. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, guy on the internet. Um, it is a personal preference and, uh, that's what a hot take is. (laughs) That's what hot take is. It's like kind of the point of the thing. Um, and, uh, I'll say this, if my hot take violated any of the rules of hot takes, it was that it wasn't an immediate response to something. I wasn't responding to somebody else's thing. I wasn't like, Oh, I gotta get my two cents in here about this topic. And you know, like, cause kind of, here's the deal. I stated a let's let's actually let's do this. Let's let's take a look at his tweet. Hot take. Your your hot take isn't a take. It's a personal preference stated as if it were fact. So also not a hot take because people have been stating their opinions as fact since forever. And I would imagine that when the internet was invented, the first thing that happened on the internet was somebody typed in, Hello, can you read this? The second thing that happened on the internet was they sent that first person a picture of porn. Yeah. <laughs> and the third thing that happened on the internet was that person said, that's hot. Yeah. And that was an opinion. Isn't that how, uh, how the telephone happened? Like, uh, Alexander Graham Bell called, called his buddy yeah, so up they, and said, uh, and said, uh, come here. I need you. Come here. I need it was, you. It and was a nine one one call. Yeah. And that's right. <laughs> the it first was. telephone call was an emergency call. And then, and then his buddy said, uh, said, all right. So, what are you wearing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <coughs> and um, Alexander Graham Bell said, that's hot. So stating an opinion is not exactly complaining that people are stating opinions on the Internet is not a hot take. And also claiming that people in the RPG community have issues with thinking their play preferences are superior to others is also not a hot take because I imagine it went like this. Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson invent D&D. They sit down at their table with players and one of the players says, you should do it this way. <laughs> and immediately tells them how to play the game. Um, and also, as a just just to be clear, I wasn't telling anyone how to play their game. I was stating my opinion on the way I like to play, the way that I think is more fun. If you take that to mean, well, you're telling me that I can't play that way. No, that, that's you reading into that. That's you making it about you. If I sat down at a table with you, Mike, and said, hey, now we need to make characters and you have to make a super min-maxed character that's you know, <laughs> really good at one thing and one thing only and can't be equally good at anything else. That's me telling you how to play. 
Yeah, and me, you would need to do that with me. Me stating... <laughs> Min-max? Min what's... Oh, you are going to explain it. Okay, great. <laughs> me, me stating that I like to play this way, and I think this play... I think I personally think this way is more fun, is not me telling you how to do anything. And on top of it, there's going to be somebody that's going to read that comment that I made and be like, I agree. Thank you, person on the internet. You have validated my feeling that playing a versatile mm-hmm. character is more fun, too. Because I'm surrounded by douchebags who only want to play super powerful characters, and they get mad at me when I want to play my versatile character who isn't super powerful. Or whatever. You know, it's Well, just... we all know that the first edition of Dungeons & Dragons only had fighters and no other classes, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if, if my words could get people to change their behavior, my words on the internet, I've been doing this wrong for a long time because I could have so much free stuff. <laughs> oh, so yeah, there you go. That was fun. Does that person oh. have a handle that we want to? No, okay. <laughs> not even worth it. And they don't follow me. They 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 got ah, a hold of this. They got a hold of my you know through my thing being retweeted. I'm sure, and and they almost certainly don't listen to the podcast. And you know what, guy? If you do listen to the podcast and you would like to retort. I will gladly rebut your retort. Feel free. <laughs> I'm going to be hot take Craig today. Hot, did, hot, is his Twitter profile pick an egg? No. <laughs> oh, okay. hot, hot take Craig offering opinions as fact for six and a half years on the internet. You could revisit he really that take. Yeah. And reiterate your opinion. He really shouldn't look at my list. Reinforce of... your your point. She <laughs> shouldn't. You want a lot of reads there, huh? <laughs> he he really should uh, not listen to the podcast because I tell a lot of lies and I try to pass off bull <laughs> BS and opinion and stuff as being the way it is all the time. Yeah. After and I get Mike to believe it sometimes. It's fun. I, I was just gonna say, you know, now that we're in the three hundreds. Um, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm, I'm able to recognize the stuff that I think might be a lie or not <laughs> completely true while we're actually recording and not afterwards when I'm editing. And I think, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Cause Mike, Mike has been known to, Mike has been known to fact check me <laughs> and then come back the next week saying, no, it wasn't like this. <laughs> it wasn't because I was, and that, that, that's usually not when I was lying. It's usually I was just misinformed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and you helped to clear up, like, oh no, this actor was in that movie, you know, that type of thing. Or no, no, I said the wrong thing. Whatever. Don't don't what? fact don't fact check the fact checking comments. I try not to, you know, be a dick about the fact checking. Usually, no, it's you brought like, it up every so. I've, no, I, you haven't been a dick about it. You've just like when it, when it's come up, it's been to be inform informational. Right. Or to be funny. Well, usually it's something where we're like, we're unsure of the answer. Yeah. On, on the show. You don't and have then... to justify yourself. I accept you That's for fine. who you are. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> sp- speaking of uh, episodes in the 300s, the .338 Lapua Magnum is a rimless bottleneck centerfire rifle cartridge. It was developed during the 1980s as a high-powered long-range cartridge for military snipers. Wait. Oh, my. So my it's God. The, so it's the kind of bullet that could be getting fired at you right now from like Wait. a half a mile away. Kurt, are you okay? Did yes. you just get taken up that by was, a sniper? It was one laying down doggo decided to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but boy. Good timing. Would you yeah. like to retort? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I need to reread this. Allow me to retort. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, three, a 338 is a 
He's a oh, yeah, but is, no, I was it I, is a cartridge. The the or one is, I the, is, is a. What's funny is the thing I was thinking of was the point three oh eight. Okay, I think I'd I never heard know. of this one before. I don't know because it I comes know, up. It doesn't come up as just point three three eight. It's Lapua Magnum. It's very specific. All I know is that in the Walking Sniper Dead, rifle in Walking Dead and in video games, they always find exactly the bullets they need for the gun that they. Oh, have. of course they do. Um, <laughs> something That's all I, I know. Something I just learned. It was. It's like a. It's like a. A fact check exception. Like I'm. I fact checked myself. Just now, by okay. reading this Wikipedia article, right. which may or may not be accurate. Go ahead and go ahead and tell us, and then I'll have a hot take. Apparently, <laughs> the uh, what what you think of uh, of a like a regular uh, handgun bullet, right? You call that you call it the shell, the thing that the bu- the actual bullet is li- li- you know lives inside the shell, right? Yeah. Right, but with a rifle, there's it's it's not exactly constructed the same. And so they refer to the bullet as the as a cartridge. I thought the car- cartridge was the what they called a magazine when it was with a rifle. Like that was a cartridge. <laughs> no, it's the, not. Yeah, it's no. the actual bullet. Okay. Welcome to Mike learns about ammunition <laughs> on Bullet Burger. <laughs> you can tell we have three people Spicy. on microphone who know so very much about guns. We are, we are one Maybe week we late. should talk about something else. We are one <laughs> week late talking about this topic. We should have been talking to James last week. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> James would tell us all the different bullet sizes and cartridge sizes. James, uh, please email the show. Or, or no, make... no, don't, because then you'll have to read it. He's well, not listening. <laughs> all right. Um, make a note for next time you're on, and we'll talk about bullets. Are we ready to roll? <laughs> sure. What's news, Mike? Woo. Hey, so um, the uh, Samsung Galaxy Fold is uh, finally <laughs> possibly coming out the in ga- some ga- some countries that aren't this one. The Galaxy Snap, <laughs> the, yeah, the Galaxy, uh, the Galaxy break in half, fold, spindle, and mutilate. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, ahead of the upcoming launch, Samsung has canceled pre-existing pre-orders. For customers who had already signed up to purchase the device earlier this year, like six months ago when it was supposed to come out. Does it say pre-existing pre-orders in the article? No. Existing pre-orders. You don't need two pre's, but go ahead. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> we need like a hot take sound effect. Like a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> hot take. I'll whip something up for next week. Okay. No, I won't. <laughs> As soon as we have a producer, as soon as we can afford a producer to put that stuff together for us, we'll do that stuff. It's been six and a half years. Oh, that's a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do that again without us laughing, and we'll I'll sniff that out. out. Oh, that's a hot take. Thank you. Nice. (laughs) That's going on. That's going to be the first time I've changed my soundboard in five years. Oh, maybe I'll lay a flamethrower over that. No, I won't. <laughs> I don't know. You really put some effort into the, the, the three orange whip thing. You sometimes you get it in your head to really do to really do the production that's just, up. That's just that's my stubbornness. I know. Raising its ugly head. I don't think you know what, Mike? I don't think you can put a flamethrower sound in there and make it sound really cool. No, it doesn't work if it's you. Um, I, I'm gonna have to have a talk with Allison. It's internal it's the... internal to my twisted mind. Um <sighs> Okay, well I'll just I'll just keep saying it very quietly in the background then. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
moving along, the uh, pre-existing customers who placed uh, <laughs> pre-orders <laughs> back in April, um, yeah, got emails from Samsung this, uh, last week saying uh, that they uh, went ahead and uh, canceled those orders. Um, and this is what that email said. Ensuring that you have the best possible experience with this revolutionary new technology is our top priority. We are taking the time to rethink the entire customer experience from purchase to unboxing to post-purchase service. So in the meantime, we have regrettably decided to cancel your existing pre-order. See, they called it an existing pre-order. That's that's, because that's the correct grammar. While not, what did I say? You said pre-existing (laughs) pre-order. Okay. (laughs) Hurt? What? (laughs) Sound effect, please. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put that in in post. No, No, I won't. No, you won't. (laughs) Uh, While not an easy decision to make, we believe this is the right thing to do. That's awesome. It's all those people that were like, oh, I really wanted that new Galaxy Fold. Too bad every single one that they sent out to reviewers broke. And now they have to figure out how to fix it. And no one knows how long that's going to take. Thank God I have my pre-order in already, though. That's one less thing for me to worry about in my busy life. One less thing to stress about. I can just rest assured that my pre-order is already in. And when they fix it and they release it for sale, I'll be able to pick it up and I'll just keep using my existing crappy Samsung phone in the meantime. No, sorry. (laughs) Suck it. Get back in line. Capitalism. Hooray. (laughs) One more step toward socialism, as James was saying last week. Um, Hey, in England... Lisa Grace and Adam Staples were in a farm field in Chu Valley in Somerset. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> they're a couple of they're a couple of metal detectorists. Ooh, <clears throat> I'm phrasing it that way just because I like saying the word detectorist. detectorist. Ooh, that needs to be a show on TV. <laughs> the detectorist. <laughs> New this fall on TNT. There's, the detectorist. A, sure. So you have an old guy who walks the beach. No, no, no. It's going to be a cop. It's going to be a police procedural, and you're going to have a uh, a whole crew of like six characters that are like the police force of you know various things. There'll be an investigator and a forensics person, blah blah blah, and then there'll be the one person who owns the world's only metal detector, <laughs> and they're br- and that person is brought in to help. Because this particular group of police officers can't solve crimes without them. Just like every other police procedural, like Monk, (laughs) the Mentalist, where it's like, what did these people do before, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Special got there (laughs) to help them solve everything? (laughs) Did Stoudemire ever do it? How did Stoudemire become a captain? (laughs) The mustache. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that wonderful mustache that Ted Levine has. Well, you know, Monk. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that on we that show. Anything. A little bit. Does he? That's his voice. He's got a deep uh, voice. We weren't able to so- solve any crimes until you came along. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a little further into <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Anyway. Um, <laughs> solve the harder crimes in the basket. <laughs> What was the story about again? It puts the lotion in the basket 16 times before it leaves the house. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, the story was about uh, these metal detectorists who discovered <laughs> 2,528 silver coins Ooh. in this farm field. Um, That's a dating, lot of silver coins in a fr- for one farm field. Dating from back in 1066. What is the significance of 1066? The Norman invasion! <laughs> yeah, that's when, when England went from being Anglo-Saxon to being conquered by the French, and the reason our language is all effed up. English is the mutt of languages. <laughs> the reason that we have all these Anglo-Saxon words alongside all of these, you know, bastardized French words. Um, but it, the, the, the horde featured Harold II pennies from the end of the Anglo-Saxon era, as well as William the Conqueror coins from the 1066 Norman con- Conquest. This horde of 2,528 coins could be worth around... One Brazilian dollars. One Brazilian dollars, Mike says. Kurt? Are we playing uh, just prices pick- right rules? Sure. Uh, one pound sterling. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in U.S. dollars, six million dollars. Wow. 2,500 coins. So was, was this like a big pile all in one place or was it Basically, scattered all over? No, it sounds like it was like they somebody. They called it a horde. Like somebody back in 1066 like hid the coffee can yeah or, <laughs> full of coins or, or buried the uh put all the, the put all their pennies chest, yeah. yeah put all their pennies in the in there and then yeah and then probably drew a map to it <laughs> and what i'm imagining <laughs> what i'm imagining is that like you know just a couple of farms over somebody's going to discover this this piece of parchment from 1066 yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> with, with dotted lines going to this particular location that's marked with a big x uh-huh. <laughs> and they're gonna go there and it's like oh the treasure's already gone darn <laughs> oh. metal detectorists no they're gonna look at the map and they're gonna go oh that's the so-and-so farm that's where they found all those coins oh, oh. crap <laughs> son of a yep so you know if you're going to uh if you're gonna you know bury your stuff uh you know dig it up <laughs> within a reasonable amount of time or somebody you know, a thousand years later is going to find it. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> so I've got news And they're all from... silver. They're all little silver oh. coins, and they're real bendy because silver's soft. Yeah. Is silver is not can, as soft as gold? Though. Not as soft, but it is soft. Like, the, the coins themselves are... Well, and on top of it, they were... The, co- the coins aren't struck. They were pounded at the time. Like, they would... You know, you weren't... They weren't struck in a die. Sure. They weren't okay. poured and they weren't struck in a die. They were like, you know, like there was somebody had like a piece of silver and somebody had a hammer with with the whatever <laughs> had a, the they reverse had, they had of the, the thing reverse on the, the end symbols of a hammer. on it, and then yeah. they quack 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 yeah, with was, a hammer. Yeah. Human, and so the, so, the, so the coin isn't sure. perfectly round and it's not. And since it's silver, it only really took one hammer hit. <laughs> yeah. But the, you can you can fold them up into like a taco. Mmm, <laughs> 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 taco coin. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Um, I've got a double story from Germany because all the best news comes from Germany and Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for adding and Florida. <laughs> yep. uh, so a story here. An eight-year-old boy took his mother's car and went for a nighttime joyride on the Autobahn. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, eight years old. Uh, he, he, he did it during the middle of the night. She woke up and noticed that her son and her VW Golf were gone. <laughs> eventually the police found the boy at a highway service area where he had parked the car was having a turned, cigarette turned on the hazard <laughs> and put up a warning triangle good job wow kiddo. Yeah, now did he kid. still have the wooden blocks tied to his feet like the kid in <laughs> old brother where art thou <laughs> 
I had that visual in my head when Kurt started talking. Are you in an OFT? <laughs> His mama run off. Are you in an OFT? According to the police, the boy said he started feeling uncomfortable once he hit. 87 miles per hour on the highway. I would feel uncomfortable at 87 Yeah, one more, well. and who knows, who knows? what's going to happen. Yeah, what, what do you have the date set for? It better not be to the early 40s. <laughs> so apparently the kid's are a regular Ooh. go-kart driver, which means that's how he knew like how okay. cars work. Okay? Sure. But now I have a fo- that's from August 21st. I have a follow-up story on this from oh, August boy. 23rd, two days later. An eight-year-old boy got a stern talking to earlier this week. But he stole his mom's Volkswagen, went out for a joyride again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what? Fool mom once. Yeah. Shame okay. On you. Yeah. Shame on you. Fool mom twice. Shame on mom. Shame That's on mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> she left her keys out. What? 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 What's she doing? Come on. Two mom. nights later, yeah. eight-year-old boy in the middle of the night. Remember, this is the middle of the night when it's dark out. Well, thank God, actually, from like a safety standpoint. Um, but this time, he stole the keys around midnight. Drove from his hometown to another town about thirty miles away. Got this time he hit some liquor. This time he <laughs> this time he made it up to one hundred and twelve miles an hour. Whoa, one hundred and twelve. One hundred and twelve this time. Killed a guy in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> um, this time he didn't like just politely park. Uh, after <laughs> this this time, uh, he he eventually crashed into a parked car. Uh oh. <laughs> no one got hurt. The car, the the VW Golf he was driving got banged up bad, but no one got hurt. Um, but this time he's now been put into psychological counseling. <laughs> or just put the keys away. <laughs> Mom. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that again. 48 hours later. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, it's got why, the pop-up caption. <laughs> you know, the reason it wasn't 24 hours later is because he had to use that day in between to go outside and chop down a tree to make some new wood blocks for his feet because <laughs> those got confiscated. Yep. Of course, those those mom took away from him but left the keys out. Oh, although, to be fair, he's and, German. So at age eight, he might be six foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> They breed them big over there sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you need to be that tall to drive a golf. I know. Yeah, I, still I think, might be I think he tall. probably reached the pedals just fine. I just I like envisioning the. See, I'm seeing a I'm seeing a golf, but inside is a kid in like a gray shirt and gray pants with shoes that are falling apart and wood blocks tied onto them with Baylor twine, <laughs> yeah. and he's got a hat like this, like a little flat oh, yeah, cap, sure. you know, and he's suspenders. The shirt's half untucked and it's kind of rumpled, and you know that he's been wearing that same shirt for like two weeks. I'm imagining and he, and he <laughs> the talks, Great Depression version of that kid. Sure, and he talks in the uh, the German version of that that accent that Jim <laughs> Jim used on your uh, Kickstarter video. <laughs> oh, any other news? Yeah, uh, hundreds of millions of phone numbers from Facebook accounts got leaked online when a uh, server that was not protected with a password and was accessible to anyone got breached. Well, I hope I was hoping it had a password and it was like one, two, three, four, five (laughs) (laughs) or like marijuana four twenty sixty nine or something just easily. (laughs) Nice. Those are not my passwords, by the way. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's true. What's the line from Spaceballs? One, two, one, two three, three, four, four five. five. Sounds like the code an idiot would have on his, his luggage. luggage. <laughs> yeah. 
have this I have the same combination on my luggage. Okay. And he kind of looks at him. Yeah, 419 million people gave their phone number to Facebook, which is uh, my, hot, my hot take <laughs> from this article. Not the fact that... Why would you give your phone number to Facebook? Facebook lost people's information. Of course they did. They don't care. Everybody loses um, everybody's information. Your information has been out there for 10 years. If you're listening to me right now, and you are over the age of 25, your information has been out there. Who gives Facebook their phone number? I don't know. Apparently, 419 morons that have probably <laughs> one, two, three, four, five on their luggage. I need, <laughs> I, I, I need to. I want Jesse to call me. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> not Mark Zuckerberg. Well, Jesse yeah, Eisenberg. they're not. Very <laughs> 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 He's a much better Mark Zuckerberg. I think. Yeah, I think I'd actually enjoy talking to Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> He's been in some of my favorite movies. Andy's a real human. <laughs> Not a robot. Zuckerberg is the best android that's ever been created. He's even better than Elon Musk. Anyway. Well, Elon Musk and Ted Cruz are lizard people. We all know this. Yeah. I like I like uh, wearing, Mark, wearing human suits. Mark Zuckerberg because he he's uh proof that there is a um human shaped object out there that is more pale than I am. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say I was gonna say there's a person out there who's more pale than I am, but he's he's not a person, so he looks like one. Kurt, do you want to share the Iceland news that Josh shared with all of us this week? Since you love Iceland so much. Oh yes. <laughs> this is spectacular. Um, Vice Vice President Pence was going on a tour around Europe. He first started in Poland, which Donald Trump was supposed to go to, except then he had to stay home and play golf and watch Dorian land in alabama but anyway was that um, was that the regular alabama or the mississippi alabama <laughs> yeah i saw that too anyway um his last stop on the way home was in iceland in reykjavik did he and... go to the penis museum no he did not go okay. to the penis museum I hope, at least i don't know if he did maybe he did but he was greeted outside of the house where the meeting was supposed to take place with a bunch of flags you want to guess what type of flags they were mike <laughs> Penis flags? <laughs> Close. No. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know. What would what would enrage Pence more than penis flags? Uh, well, I don't know. Communist flags? <laughs> no. No pride flags. <laughs> Rainbow flags everywhere, all over Iceland. All the businesses were flying them. The government offices were flying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As a specific troll to Pence, because right, like, because because you know, he electrocutes gay people. We all know that's true, right? Game. Yeah, because <laughs> that's totally that's totally true, and happened. <laughs> well, we know he's homophobic. Let's be fair. Maybe, maybe. All right, moving on. Uh, we got new stuff, or we want to talk about other other stuff? Yeah, we have Loch Ness news. <gasps> Nessie. <laughs> yeah, um, a scientist who collected DNA from Scotland's Loch Ness. That would be the large inland lake. That is near Inverness. Right. In the north. But yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a large body of water that yeah. scientists collected DNA from. The, the water. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. like, like you do. <laughs> well, I mean, how much DNA is in the lake? <laughs> a lot? Yeah. <laughs> They collected all um, of the DNA from the water. Understood. Apparently. Uh, yes. And, and <laughs> some of that DNA suggests 
that the lake's fabled monster might actually be a giant eel. Well, that makes sense. That's like what I imagine is, you know, the thing with the, the, the thing comes out of the water a couple times. It got like the humps of the body that is coming. Sure, yeah, because should be an eel because that's how eels float on the top of the water. But right. anyway, yeah, those right. aren't just like one wave intersecting with another wave from a certain perspective and the lighting and shadow yeah. making it look like there are humps in the water. Yeah. That can't possibly be the explanation. And it, for and those it, the explanation can't possibly be that the guy who did the hoax, like admitted it on his deathbed right. several years ago. The one where, where, <laughs> where, where, where Nessie's the famous uh, photo head and neck are out of the water. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> that can't be the explanation that it was yeah. somebody who got pulled an Andy Kaufman on everybody. So this uh, the scientist in, uh, that did this research in Scotland, his name is uh, Neil Gemmel. Wait a minute. Whoa. Gemmel? But, but you guys, hey, are the two of you are, are you Scottish after all? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I don't believe so. <laughs> but you could be. <laughs> Aren't we all Scottish, I could be, I could be Zulu. <laughs> And just have a skin thing that my my skin isn't dark enough. I could be all sorts of things. I could yeah, be, I could be Chinese. Us. There are people that are born. They're like the children that are born to two African descended parents that aren't dark. Well, that all, just the genetically, there's something happened that they're just not that dark. All of the humans on Earth, even the ones that have interbred with aliens, are ha- have African <laughs> DNA because we all originated in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who slept with Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) Or who was the other guy? (laughs) Ted Cruz. How many people? I'm definitely a human person. I'm totally not a lizard. (laughs) What were the comments that he was making years ago that that got that whole thing started where he was like, like he made some comment that made it sound like he didn't, he was, he was like out of touch with people. Like he didn't know like what people did or like, is there some stupid thing and people were starting to make? That's Elon Musk? No, no, Ted Cruz. Yeah. That's where there was the, a the jokes began that he's like actually a lizard person who yeah. is just learning how to be human. Well, I think there every a... every you know high up politician is suspected of being a lizard person, <laughs> or think, in the Illuminati, I think, I th- or or both. I think a great many of them on both sides of the aisle are very very much out of touch with the regular people. Well, there. if that's the criteria <laughs> for being a lizard person, then they all are. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they, it depends how much they say stuff that makes them sound like they're really really out of touch. And it's like, well, clearly you're just trying words until you find the right ones to appear human. Anyway, yeah. there's a website <laughs> called. Ted Cruz for human president.com. <laughs> totally a human. Totally the very first 100% human candidate. <laughs> oh, boy. Whoa, I, Ted Cruz for president. I have over 42 years. <laughs> Although I'll, I will say the guy sports a, a dandy beard. Oh, yeah. The He's, beard is interesting. Have you seen him bearded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He grew it out this year. I saw that. <laughs> quote it's, it's, it's what a... people say about ted cruz for human president <laughs> okay, okay. Ted, cruz, ted cruz is only one being and not several <laughs> well, if Ted, if Ted's... i've seen many people and ted cruz is one of them <laughs> if ted cruz is a lizard person then uh uh what kind of creature is that uh that uh drunk driving uh guy that pretends to be a uh, hispanic that lost to him what what's he? I don't know. Is he like an invertebrate? <laughs> well, there's a lot of spineless people in politics, so <laughs> want want. <laughs> he should grow a beard so then he could get it trimmed on Instagram. 
<laughs> like his haircut. Uh, Neil Gemmel. <laughs> is it two two M's and two L's? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. This was 30 years ago. Okay. One relative told me. Oh, you never I actually. Have, I, have, I have no photographic you proof. You don't have I, like I don't have ancestry documentation. DNA. I could go no. digging and all that stuff, but I don't care. To. Scans of uh, Ellis Island books. Um, yeah, Neil Gemmel from the University of Otago in oh New Zealand. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's not Scottish. Never mind. <laughs> Said that uh, they found a surprisingly high amount of eel DNA in the water, <laughs> as well as fish DNA and turtle DNA and bug DNA and bird poop DNA and seaweed DNA, human DNA. Human DNA. I'm sure, yeah. there's plenty of that. People go swimming in that lock. They don't get out to go to the bathroom necessarily. <laughs> hey, do you think that also they, call- they probably fought <laughs> in that lake occasionally? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, a high concentration uh, DNA bomb going off underwater, right? Sure. Um, no, lock. Sasquatch, we were... Sasquatch DNA, Yeti DNA, <laughs> Chupacabra DNA, Lizard person, Lizard DNA. person DNA. Thank you. Um, no, we, getting back to the 1066 thing, is it lock? It's obviously the word for lake, but is That's it Scottish? Yeah, but does it come from the French lock, L A C? There I, might be a connection. There might but, be a connection uh, somewhere. I don't know. Scottish is a Celtic language, so it's not. It's neither of the other two. Here's the, here's the, 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 I mean, I know stuff like, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, a thing you sit on in Anglo-Saxon English was a stool. Mm-hmm. In French, it is chaise, okay. which became chair. Okay. Yeah, we do that with food. All the you, animals you, are- You eat your food off of a board, room and board. Oh. Mm-hmm. As in room and board, food and place to stay. Mm-hmm. Room and board. You eat your food off of a board, but you in France you eat it off of a table, a table. Ah, yeah. Because and because was Germanic and all the nobles French. brought that language. All the French nobles brought that brought those the, the the language over, and then eventually just trickled its way down into the common folk as well, who were trying to emulate their betters. Mm-hmm. And they bastardize it into their own pronunciations because they're British and that's what they do. And we, as Americans, well, they can't carry, on that, cra- fine, those, carry on that fine tradition. Those cra- crazy-ass accents they Tableau. have. Although my, my, still one of my favorite phrases is, uh, what is it, the uh, esprit d'escalier? Sport of what? Stairwell wit. What? Stairwell. Stairwell wit. It's when you think of the perfect retort. A couple minutes too late to make it. Oh yeah, like uh, <laughs> you're like on a, your way out of the, the place and you're in the stairwell and you're like, oh, the jerk store called and they're <laughs> out of you. <laughs> I'm sticking with jerk store. So it's esprit is wit, um, spirit, spirit of the stairwell. Oh yeah, okay, stairwell, okay, stairwell wit. Like esprit de corps is you know the spirit of the corps is like camaraderie. It's just kind of the way they phrase it in French. Those crazy French peoples with their backwards sentence order anyway uh stupid spaniards putting their adjectives after the nouns the kiwi that's not related (laughs) to you two says that um uh or he cautions that it isn't clear yet whether uh the surprisingly high amount of eel dna indicates a gigantic eel or just a lot of little ones (laughs) 
Yeah. We, okay. we found we found human sperm DNA from a, a, a human male in the lake. We're not sure if that means it was from a giant sperm or a whole bunch of little ones yet. But it could there could be a giant sperm monster in the lock. Yep. <laughs> the doctor says I've got bad news and worse news. Give it to me straight, Doc. Well, the bad news is your sperm cone is one. <laughs> 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 the worst news is it's this big and it wants out now. <laughs> Hold your hands like yeah. two feet apart. <laughs> oh, where are we? Yes. At? Uh, da, 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 just wrapping this up. The DNA project found no evidence to support the notion that the monster is a long-necked ancient reptile called a plesiosaur, which is what they had previously suspected. Except it might be if it were real. <laughs> yeah, except that that guy said, yeah, I did that. <laughs> right. That guy, what took the picture that wasn't real? It was like a little model. Something like it that. It was small. It was like two feet he tall or something. It, you know, it was at night and it was dark and there was a crappy camera. Probably ran it through the photocopier ten times to really build the resolution. <laughs> the photocopier <laughs> in, in 1920. seen how something looks after it's been through the the photocopier yeah. 20 times that's the looks that's terrible. the premise of uh of the uh wonderful and seemingly lost to history comedy multiplicity <laughs> starring michael keaton and michael and michael keaton, keaton. <laughs> and michael keaton and michael Even keaton? fuzzy michael keaton because a copy of a copy of a copy <laughs> yeah he ends up getting yeah weirder and weirder as yeah because the copies make copies, copies of the well no it, it the the first two copies were came from him but yeah. they they were uh one had a dominant masculine personality and the other one had a dominant feminine personality and then okay. those two went and had one of them copied by the 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 crazy mad scientist and that one was retarded okay <laughs> which is probably why it doesn't get shown on tv anymore. yeah <laughs> It also stars uh, the the lovely Andy McDowell, yeah. <laughs> and Jeez. probably other people that I don't remember because <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. Probably other people. Starring made money at the box office. Speaking of starring, twenty five years. Speaking of starring, do you remember uh, Jared Rushton? The name sounds familiar. Is was that a child actor? Child actor who, um, in in the movie Big. Oh yeah, he's his he's, he's his, his friend. friend. He's, yeah, he's, he's uh, uh, the kid who Josh's who friend. turns into Tom Hanks, who, who's only in the beginning friend. and the end of the movie. He's right. the friend. He's the guy. He's got the, kind of the blonde hair. It's kind of spiky. Yeah, he's the one. He goes to. He helps uh, Josh out when when you know he's, Tom Hanks he's, playing he's, d- playing kid doesn't know what to do and he right they he's, hang around he's, in New he's York the one that Tom Hanks goes to like dude yeah look at me I'm a I'm a grown up now help yeah, and they do that rhyme and all that. yeah yeah okay so yeah he he had a. Uh, what so, happened? Whatever happened to Jared Rushton? Whatever happened to Jared Rushton? He did a, a pilot in 1990 for a, a sitcom. Big was 88, 80, 88, late 80s, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So this is just a couple years later. Um, it co-starred. Uh, he was like the lead kid character. He was the son in the family. He did um, a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, he did, did the was pilot. it called Fox Force Five? No, it never no. got made though. <laughs> just like Fox Force Five. Um, and it was it starred some adults and some other kids. Um, Jay Thomas was in it. Um, Saleil Moonfry, just a few years off of Punky Brewster, was in it. 
um, as was Brecken Meyer. Oh, okay. They were yeah, both, they Stoner were both friends of his. Okay. But the biggest star alongside of Jared, or guy who plays Stoner guys. Yeah, was uh was Rodney Dangerfield. Nice. <laughs> Did you know this? Rodney there, Dangerfield he had made a, pilot a pilot that didn't get picked up. They they How made, is that even possible? They made the pilot. What no? <laughs> Craig's lies. <laughs> Craig's lies. And then they pitched it to the studio to the various uh, uh networks two years in a row. Yeah. They tried it again the next year because they figured, well, maybe like, it'll do better maybe, this year. Maybe, maybe they didn't read the cast list clearly. Rodney maybe they effing Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Um, you know, just maybe at the decline of the height of his, uh, you know, I ain't got no, res- I don't get no respect thing. Yeah, you know, when, the I was just going to look up when he died. Um, well, the show is called Where's Rodney? And <laughs> so um, there was no there was no excuse for missing the kid, that he's in it. Jared Rushton plays a kid named Rodney Barnes, who uh <sighs> 1990s sitcoms, I love you, who has the magical ability, discovers the magical ability to summon his idol, Rodney Dangerfield, to his side to give him advice. <gasps> <laughs> How did this not get picked up? <clears throat> This is comedy gold. The entire episode is now available on Daily Motion. Let's watch it. I'm watching it right now. No, <laughs> I, I have it loaded to watch. We're just going to do the theme. And entertainment. yeah well it keeps going because it's still that era where you know, you have show minute, opening minute long had, theme yeah. songs. Yeah. Where? Or two minute long theme songs. Oh, there's Breck and Meyer ever with uh, some serious hair. Every uh <laughs> every uh top build uh cast member whose name appeared in the credits got like, you know, a good ten seconds of airtime with their name on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> when I went on the merry go round, they made me ride under the horse. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to play need, the episode, you know but what? you need to go watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, okay. I've, I've, I've watched part of it and, and said, oh, that's why it didn't get picked oh, up. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, because, yeah, the kid literally, it's like a family drama comedy, or family comedy, and the kid, it kind of focuses a fair bit on the kid, and whenever he runs into some sort of, di- di- some sort of dilemma, and in this case, it's like a girl he likes, um, he, like, geez, I wish I could ask, ask my, my hero... Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> to help me with this, and then Rodney um, is uh, is is hit by a s- terrible special effect. <laughs> it cuts to Rodney well, sure, wherever yeah. he is. Right, nineteen ninety. <laughs> it's, it's hit by a terrible special effect, and he appears next to next to the kid, and then he gives the kid advice, and then I guess he gets special affected back because otherwise that's a lot of airfare one way to get home every time after this kid summons him. <laughs> but yeah. Wow, that didn't get picked up. No, I was just—I uh, was thinking. <laughs> now that we have that theme song, or we know it exists, we need to—we need to find somebody uh, to become friends with named named Rodney, so that we can have them be a regular guest on the show and use that as their 
guest theme. <laughs> yeah. Like Hello Larry. Sure. Well, we'll, we'll just get guests that have <laughs> sitcom theme shows with their name in it. Kurt, sorry. No. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> Um, so in 1990, instead of where Where's Rodney, we got Twin Peaks, In okay. Living Color, Wings, Dream On on HBO. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Northern Exposure, The Fresh Prince, Tiny Toons, Beverly Hills, 90210. Hey, that's back. Yeah, it is. With, with the actors playing themselves. Except well, for Luke fic- Fictionalized <laughs> versions of themselves. Yeah, except for, yeah, Luke, except Luke for the guy who died. Died. I've been watching Luke Perry in old episodes of Oz. He's in the prison drama. Believe it or not, <laughs> Luke Perry was in Oz. <laughs> wow. He's uh, he's in multiple episodes. He's got a, I want to say he's probably maybe eight episodes total. Something like that. Nice. Across a couple seasons. Anywho, Kurt. Yeah. You have a, a specific news item you wanted to share. Yeah, I have a story. A story of murder. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to have this a hot is, take for this. This this <laughs> broke a few months ago, and I was, I'm was like, I have to bring this up on the show. This is just too nuts. And I haven't been on the show in a while, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, but um, in 1976, July 1976, a young couple recently oh. engaged named David and Ellen Drove from Green Bay, Wisconsin, north to Northern Marinette County, our our home. The county where <laughs> Kurt and I grew up. Grew up, Northern Marinette County, uh, to do a weekend camping trip. And they drove up north. They headed for Goodman Park, which we have both been to. <laughs> have, yes. Many times. Might they have been celebrating the country's centennial? Perhaps it would have been the bicentennial. Bicentennial. Right? That, like the yeah, weekend, yeah. like the weekend after, I believe, or the weekend of you know, the fourth was in the middle of the week type of thing. Sure. Anyway, they, and also maybe to celebrate their recent engagement. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. (laughs) Sexy camping. Anyway, they went to Goodman Park and found out that the entire campground was full. So they drove back south to the next park. This is important. I'm I'm sharing this to McClintock Park, uh, just a few miles south, which Craig and I have both been to at some point. Both these parks are very near the up north trailer that our family had. <laughs> so we've been to all of these parks up in northern Marinette County. And is that like they, a cabin with wheels? It's not far from Applestain, which yes. is your favorite okay. place, Mike. <laughs> Applestain. <laughs> yep. Um oh my dog is very upset by the story. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear that. <laughs> anyway, um they the, the campground was open. They set up camp. They uh they pitched a tent, so on and so forth. They wandered out, in then supposedly they wandered off to do some hiking through the woods, and no one saw them again. A couple hours later, the 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 man David was found shot dead near the near the bathrooms at the park. Yikes! Yep. And the next morning, his lovely fiance was found a few hundred feet away in the woods, shot dead as well, and actually, sadly enough, sexually assaulted as well. And this became one of the long, you know, huge cold case in Marinette County for years and years and years and years and years. Um, and, it, you know, Marinette County is actually famous for having a large number of unsolved murders because it's a rural county. <laughs> so there's not necessarily a lot of, you know, witnesses around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this this I'd say I don't know if Craig ever remembers hearing about this story. 
because um, uh, it's kind of famous up in the north for a long, long time. It's not really and, I'm sure I heard yeah. about it at some point. And it yeah. just, you know, um, the, the best bakeries. they had to the best they had to go on at the time is that um, a suspicious man was seen not too far away from there by a few people, and they got descriptions and sketches and so on and so forth. And for a very long time, they tried to close this case and got nowhere. And eventually, you know, DNA testing became a thing and they'd actually preserved the DNA sample. Along with all of the other DNA from the forest. (laughs) No, not in this case. No, the (laughs) DNA sample from from the woman who had been assaulted. Oh, okay. So it was good. You know, it was arguably a good thing that they had done that because in 1976, they could have been like, oh, whatever, and not thought about it because, you know, they can't think DNA is going to be a thing. Yeah, arguably a good thing my mind didn't immediately go there and it went to the joke about the Loch Ness instead. Well, not this one joke. Anyway, um, and of course, one of the first things, once DNA testing becomes viable and they've built a database of all the felons, you know, everyone convicted who has DNA samples taken and they ran the test, they got, of course, nothing. So now we're talking decades. The case was never closed. It was always considered open, although cold and Probably, I'd say every five years, every time it hit like the 20th and the 25th and the 30th anniversaries, it would come up in the news again and the Stick, sheriff's department yeah. would <laughs> would say, hey, if you have any new leads and they'd share the, the descriptions and the photos and they'd show like, you know, hey, hey! sorry, I've got dogs doing weird things. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was weird. They do not like the murder talk. <laughs> they really it's don't. really bothering them. You know, and they do age-enhanced photos and things like that and they'd get leads come in and they'd follow up on those leads and it would go nowhere until a few years ago when something very very exciting happened in the world ancestry and 23 and me became a thing okay so you might see where this is going but this gets crazy and nuts it really does (laughs) it gets even more crazy than where you where we see it going it's gonna go interesting so um you know Event, you know, have either of you done the twenty three me or the ancestry DNA testing or anything like that? No, no, but my, no. Uh, both of my parents have. So when you do that, you know they they're building databases of your DNA privately. <laughs> they're doing that. They are doing that. That's of obvious. course they Everyone are. Knows. Yeah. you can you can opt out, but it's an opt out system. You actually have to opt out, and if you're not paying attention. And they've built these large databases of DNA from all these people that have sent them in. And for good reason and good purpose, you know, they're trying to reunite long lost family members or birth par- uh, adopted kids trying to find their birth parents. It's the purpose behind all of this. But of course, law enforcement has started to contact these companies for help. And last year, Baronet County Sheriff's Department contacted one of them about, you know, with the DNA from this case. And they ran the test. They did not find any type of match in this database, but they were able to link it to a family in oh. Northeast Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how that all works. Like, oh yeah, a certain percentage, they were able to link it to a family. A certain percentage similarity, and yeah, you're related. Yeah. So in 2018, they finally have like their first real break in over 40 years. You know, the first new thing because everything they've gotten new is just goes bleh, nothing happens so since 1976. And it links to a, a single family in that is from around the Green Bay area, you know, northeast Wisconsin area. And specifically, um, four brothers and their their sons. Because they know, of course, they know the perpetrator is a male, so they have the four brothers and they have their, their sons. So they start to investigate the four brothers. And this is where it gets really, really cool and crazy and interesting. So they they start, they target the first brother. Basically, he lives not far from Green Bay in suburbia, 
So they contact the Brown County Sheriff's Department. They set up a surveillance on the house. And what do, what do they do? Anyone think they know what they do? They need to get a DNA sample from this guy without him knowing. Go to the garbage. Yeah. yeah, they take the garbage off the curb. Of course they do. Um, they take the garbage off the curb. This is back in January. Um, they sent us to the DNA crime lab. It does not match. Oh. But, it con- but it does confirm that it's in the same family line. Okay. So, so somebody that... to brother number two. Yeah, yeah. Another relative. Even weirder. Okay. This... this guy lives way up north in Florence County, right by oh. the Michigan border. Okay. And in the woods. <laughs> There's no such thing as garbage pickup. <laughs> sure. But by pure luck, his next door neighbor is a cabin that's owned by an Ocano County Sheriff's deputy. <laughs> Jeez. So they contact the, the guy and they say, hey, we need to get a sample from this guy. They Can you go the talk to your neighbor? Well, he goes, no, he says, he goes, oh, when I usually, when I go up north, at some point, he always stops by to talk. We have like a cup of coffee in the morning. I'll go. save the mug. <laughs> And of course, that's what he does. He saves the mug. They take it to the state crime lab. They run the test. It's not that brother. Oh, All right. that's some that's some solid police work, though. Good job. Oh, yep. Please tell me that this goes back to Brown County because you got me excited that there might might have been season tickets opening up as a result of this <laughs> well, case. No, sorry, but anyway, they move on to brother <laughs> number three. Sure, brother number three lives again out in the woods in the, in the country. No such thing as garbage pickup. And this time, unfortunately, they don't have a law enforcement officer living next door who's friends with the guy. <laughs> well, time for somebody to move in. And is tra- is, is trained in the uh, the reverse uh, Ziploc bagging of, yeah. of the uh, drink container. Yeah. So, of course, you know, cert- taking the garbage and getting DNA that way, that's, you know, that's been done. That That's kind of creative, but that's nothing new. The Having the, the next door neighbor hold on to the coffee mug, that's at least a little more creative. They had to get more creative this time. So what they did is they got a couple of they had a couple of sheriff's deputies knock on his door saying that they were conducting a survey. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you have a few minutes to fill out this survey? Yes. We have, Slam. We, it's like there's nobody survey. else around for miles. It's in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah. Hello. In, yeah. In, a, in, a, <laughs> in, in the middle of the woods in northern Wisconsin, he gets a knock on the door from people asking him to do a survey. It, and what's great is that it's the um, they actually they said we are from the sheriff's office and we're doing uh, we're surveying public opinion on local law enforcement. Oh, yes. Hello. We're uh, from the sheriff's office there and we're uh, going uh, homestead to homestead here in the area, my, miles at a time, asking everybody their opinions. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're going around talking to everybody. We got this initiative going right now where we want you to tell you how we're doing. <laughs> yep. And we're, we're focusing way out in the country where people live miles from each other because that's a very you know useful way of doing a survey. Sure. It's actually okay, anyway, 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 they do the survey. We could critique this all day. Anyway, they knock on the door. Were they able answers. to tell from the DNA that this family was not that bright? Maybe not. <laughs> they knock on the door. He answers. He lets them in. They do the survey. They start asking him questions. They're writing down his answers to his questions. And then at the conclusion of the survey, they say, um, could you please put this in this envelope and seal it so it's a, a valid survey document? And the guy does. Guy and he licked it. it. He licks the envelope to seal it. And that's how they got his DNA. And on lucky number three, he's the guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there is now an 82-year-old man oh, sitting man. in jail <laughs> for a double homicide from 43 years ago because 
They kept the DNA sample from 1976, even though they don't know what DNA is in 1976, let's be honest. <laughs> they can't do anything with it. They save it, they save it, they save it. Eventually, 23andMe becomes a thing. Private DNA databases become a thing. They cross-reference it. They find the family, and they get to try number three, where they get the guy to lick an envelope that they could then use to prove it's him and arrest him. Sometimes it's okay to take advantage of the elderly. <laughs> right? I think it's a murderer. It's a murderer. Keep in mind. I wasn't saying we should try to milk anybody anybody's uh, life savings away from them or scam them on something. This this was a murderer. Taking advantage of the elderly. This person the, was the this episode person title. Was, this person <laughs> licked the envelope. You were going there and convince them. Well, you know, actually, hey, to, you know what? To catch a murderer and a rapist, it's okay. It's okay to uh, take advantage of anybody. No, here's 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 the takeaway from that. Here's the hot take. Not really a hot, hot take. take. No, here's 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 my takeaway. Here's, here's here's what happened. They went. They actually played this really smart. The police officers, or sheriff's department, or whoever it was, they went to an 82 year old man and presented themselves as members of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And that generation. Has a great deal of respect yeah. and trust for law yeah. enforcement. Surely yep. they're not trying to. They're not here. I got away. Me, horn I got away me. with that. They're here because other old timey things legitimate, for legitimate tricking me. This is a legitimate thing that they are doing. The, the police officers <laughs> would never do. I mean, this is this is a survey. Obviously, no, sure. they're yeah. they're doing this to all my neighbors. Why would <laughs> I not believe that? They're the police. Uh huh. Except that his neighbors are. You know. That's not, doesn't make I mean, a difference. So far, doesn't make a difference. Even see them. You just trust them. No, I see. I I, yeah. I I agree with you. He's Bruno. he's of an he's of an era of an age of a of a generation that would yeah absolutely. Why would the police lie to me about this? Yeah, yeah. So he was born in forty seven around then. Of That's... course, I need to seal the envelope so that they can so it doesn't look like they dockered. You know, they're yeah. they're doing what police do. They're they're crossing their teeth, and dotting their eyes. Yep. Wow, that is something. Yep. So Raymond Raymond, this is a great last name Van Nuenhoven. <laughs> that's a northern wisconsin yeah wow. van Nuenhoven. Yeah. they went back and this is in mid-march and police on march 14th police searched his home and took him into custody deputies found a third uh a 30 caliber lever uh, sorry lever action rifle the same caliber as the murder weapon in a cabinet oh, still, had the gun. still has the wow gun. sorry deserve to go to jail now <laughs> i was feeling a little bit bad and then 82 he found years out, old oh he still had, still had the, the murder weapon. At least potentially. The same type. I don't know. Uh, oh, I haven't they didn't heard know. A no, no, I have a report. The... And say, first of all, who knows if they still have the casing? The that shells, was... uh, sorry, the bullets. That was the weapon. The match it. But I, yeah, the fact I that it's the exact same no, no, no. caliber weapon. No, if it's a rifle, it's not. It's not a bullet or a, or a casing. It's it's a cartridge. Remember. <laughs> well, there's still the bullet from the cartridge. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I haven't heard any follow-up on that, but yeah, wow. they took him to custody and they found a weapon that matches the murder weapon. Well, I got to be careful. Forty-three about, years later, I got to be careful about com- committing any murders now because I'm fingerprinted. When did you get fingerprinted? With the airport. When did oh, you get fingerprinted t- at the for, airport? For, did you get pre-check? You get fingerprinted. Fingerprinted for pre-check. Yeah. Oh, That's why did you get pre-check? Because I'm tired of standing in lines. Okay. Atlanta's a pain <laughs> in the ass, and it's eighty dollars for five years. And why wouldn't you? As long as you're flying a couple times it, a year, yeah. If I was flying once a year, that is worth it. I haven't done it because 15, it's... A, 15, an extra $15 to not have to stand in any lines? 
Any significantly long lines? Oh, hell yeah, sign me up. Means I have to get fingerprinted, and it took me a half an hour. You know, I had to drive to the place, and I spent ten minutes there, and then drove back. Yeah, yeah my problem took, took is no that the office is so far away. Eighty from bucks, me. something like that. It's yeah. really cheap. No, I thought about doing it, but I'm lazy. Yeah, I finally just bucked it up, and I said, well, "I'm going to Gen Con this year, and I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. I, I know I got trips coming up." And I, was like, I fly like once even, every other year, even if it only helps me on the Atlanta. Because like other, you know, like I, I'm going to small towns, like I'm going to Appleton, you know, sure, <laughs> Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the the lines, the security lines aren't that long. But to save it, you know, to not have to spend an extra fifteen or twenty minutes, in, even if it's oh, yeah. you know, just like a relatively short security line, in in at the Atlanta airport, the busiest airport in, in the, the, the world. world. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> And you just well, and it's great. You walk up, you put your you put your stuff on the conveyor. It goes through. You walk through. You grab your stuff. You go. You don't take off your cat jack, yeah. jacket. You don't take off your shoes. You don't That's, take off your belt. Yeah. All you do is empty it's, your pockets. It's worth it Boom. just for that. Yeah. Um, does it still trade uh, Hartsfield Jackson? Does that still flip flop trade and trade the busiest uh, airport moniker with O'Hare or has it? Atlanta has been in front of O'Hare for quite a while now. Yeah. Okay. That's my understanding, but. Yeah. It used to go kind of go know? back and forth between the two. What do I know? I just if, state my opinion on the internet. <laughs> and if London really only had one big airport, it would probably that would be, be the busiest one. one. But yeah. it's got Heathrow and Gatwick and yep. Luton, and yeah, they split all that traffic because that would be their big hub for Europe and across. Yeah, as well that would, as London Eastern. would be the hub too. Yep, so many yeah. other places in Europe. Yeah, <sighs> I think that guess that about does that right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we I have think a question. So, so we do. don't don't go don't do twenty three and me. And if you do, <laughs> d- opt make out. Sure you opt and out. If, or don't do crimes. <laughs> yeah, don't do crimes, please. There's several crimes. options available here. And if you're going to, you. don't do twenty three and me. Don't do TSA pre check, and don't keep the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm not condoning doing crimes. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> If you were writing a story about a smart criminal, mm-hmm. this is just <laughs> there you go. Just, this is just advice for writers out there. If you want your criminal to seem smart, you know, if you, you were just stuff. walking down the street and, and happened to trip on a crime, <laughs> <laughs> what if what if you're into crime role playing? Uh, How about crime yeah. larping? <laughs> yeah, crime larping. There you go. Oh well, where, mean, you, where you go out in the woods and and commit fake crimes with f- foam weapons, with foam foam swords and beanbags that where you yeah. throw them and shout lightning bolt, lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. You know, there's a lot of yeah. not all RPGs, but there's a lot of RPGs that are just you know, <laughs> it's just pretending to kill stuff. <laughs> the, 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 the 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 term in D anD D is murder hobo. <laughs> Your group just comes wandering like into one. town. You have no home. You yeah. just come into town and you kill a bunch of stuff and then you leave. <laughs> That's a good We're one. all murder hobos. We got a Kevin question? We do. Kurt, you listened last week. Yes. So you know that uh, that Kevin uh, uh, submitted his question via audio. Yes. Did he do it again? I'm going to start with the postscript. Good Lord. P.S. At the end of the day, I didn't have a chance to record this one. Sorry. <laughs> so he gave us audio for one week. That'll be it. That'll be the only audio we'll get. I don't know. We'll see. At the end of the day, I didn't have a chance to record this one. Sorry. That's fine. That's Here's, okay. Here is the actual question. 120 okay. question. Can we just assume that anyone using the verbal crutch at the end of the day has no idea what they're talking about? Thanks. <laughs> Kevin. P.S. 
at the end of the day, I didn't have a chance <laughs> to record this one. Sorry. Oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, word nerd. You, you got a hot take for this one? Can we assume that they just don't know what they're talking about? No, I mean, it's a meaningful phrase. People use it correctly. It's They use that phrase correctly more than some other phrases. For all intensive purposes. Like, Thank devil, you. like devil's advocate. <laughs> people, people, I, people will use or, 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 or in, ironic, just it, the word ironic. People it, misuse that all the time. I literally died. How about literally? In my humble internet opinion. In my yeah. I think at the end of the day is fine. I don't have a problem with it. It just basically means like, you know, to sum up, taking everything with, you know, all facts and opinions taken into consideration or whatever. You say, yeah, it's just, not it's not with, something with all I, the information available. This blah, 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 blah. That is not a phrase in my personal repertoire. So maybe that means uh, according to Kevin, <laughs> I have an idea what I'm talking about. Sure, but I don't have oh, any no. problem with other I'm, people I'm, using I'm, it. I'm sorry, Kevin. We're gonna have to knock you down Kurt? on that one. I think people can use that. At the end of the day, I think it's okay for people to use it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much, <laughs> Kurt. Thank you for joining yes, us. Yes, thank you. That was a wonderful story. Don't, don't do crimes. Don't do crimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do crimes for real. <laughs> Just do pretend crimes in do RPGs. Pre- do pretend <laughs> crimes in or your video in game. Your, in your brain <laughs> or video games or write stories or yeah. whatever. Um, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Uh, don't give Facebook your phone number. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com and don't do crimes. You can go to nerdburgergames.com <laughs> uh, for stuff uh, that I'm working on. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy that stuff and uh, about a week six days from when this comes out um i'll have a kickstarter going for capers covert you can get more game stuff there don't do crimes (laughs) on the next episode of nerd burger mike and craig reveal that they are actually eels Every Are we sighting of giant Mike eels or literally little squiggly well, eels? Well, you're one giant eel, and I'm like 17 eels in a trench coat. I want to, I want to be 17 eels in a trench okay, coat. Okay, fine. I'm seven. I'm, I'm a giant eel, and you're 17 eels. Okay. 17 eels in a trench coat. New band name called it. <laughs> well, Kurt's a lizard person. If we're eels, Kurt, tell us how much you like being human. Um, being human is very good and definitely better than being uh, not human from a different planet, which I am not. (laughs) I'm glad you cleared that up for us. Was I convincing? I mean, yes. (laughs) Time to eat some smaller lizards. I mean, human food. Time to eat some human food. Time to have some human food. I mean, food. Yeah. Time to lap time to lap water up from a puddle. I mean, time to have a beer. This is why I have dogs. It helps me fake that I'm a human. <laughs> sure. Oh, he must be normal. He's dogs. He has pets. He's two pets. All right. Thank you again. Hey, yeah, I'm hungry. What about for lunch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so late here now. I may as well just wait for dinner and eat more. Or just have second lunch. You're That's not, true. You're There's not going to do that. that. Yeah, it's time Did to... You have- did you have Sorry. second breakfast? Did you have elevensies? I was going to ask. Did you How have far behind are you? <laughs> I, I missed. I missed all of those. I had uh, whatever first breakfast is called.
It's breakfast. Oh, it's what it breakfast. Is. There's breakfast, meals. second breakfast, elevensies, <laughs> lunch, breakfast, yeah. afternoon yeah. tea, dinner, and supper. Dinner. Yep. I, had to, <laughs> I, had, I had coffee and a bagel. The time from breakfast to supper, though, is only 13 hours. So they're kind of doing intermittent fasting. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 11 hours off. Okay. And, uh, don't do crimes. No. <laughs> Would you like to crime a crime with me? <laughs> no, thank you. I'm a, good, I'm a good person. But then again, that's just my opinion. Have you ever crimed a crime? Maybe. Oh, cool. Here, lick this envelope. <laughs> Have you ever crimed a crime? Stop being so crimey. Ew. Ew. Apps. Boo. What's wrong with apps? I like entrees. <laughs> You know when you said that, that's that. Even though I said I have an app to open, and I was talking about my iPad, when you said "boo apps," the thing I thought of was appetizers. Yeah, because it's noon here, and I'm hungry. Because that's all Michael does: is think about food, 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 food. Pretty much. Yeah, no, I hung out with you. <laughs> Ow! That's a hot take.